Now, on the program the past few months, we've been featuring the unusual campaign reporting of Michael Friedman. Friedman is a songwriter and a composer working on and off-Broadway, but he traveled the country during primary season talking to voters about what's on their minds in this truly weird and unprecedented election. He uses his interviews, taken verbatim, to make a song for each state he's visited. Last month, Friedman was in California for the primary, and he's been speaking with The New Yorker's Sarah Larson. Hello, Michael. Hi, Sarah. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. So, Michael, last time we spoke, you were about to go to California. Exactly. And I um, spent some time uh, in Los Angeles in the, and in the Los Angeles area. California, you know, it's been a very democratic state in the way it falls. And so I think the feelings for Hillary and the feelings for um, Bernie were both very strong there. Into the Los Angeles area, I went into a bunch of Trump supporters. Uh, I ventured a little bit down into the Orange County area, which is a real Trump stalwart. So mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting there. Um, I think how California will go, it seems inevitably is Democratic, but it will be interesting to see how, how this affects some of the down-ballot stuff. Yeah. So tell us about the person who you sing about today. With all the people I was interviewing, I realized that I, I was really interested in the media and in the fact that, you know, Los Angeles is the entertainment capital of America in many ways, certainly yeah. in television. And um, I got connected with a woman who works in network news and got to talk to her about just how network news has covered the election, how network news has changed, um, how it is currently changing, what is the future of television news, and, and some really interesting uh, insights into just sort of the weirdness of this year. Year. I think this is her fifth uh, election cycle. Wow. Somebody who really has been through a lot. Should we listen to this song? Yeah. Covering the election here in California, it's a lot like how we cover all these wildfires. It's always like visually stunning, but you could almost air the same story each time. And like the same language, like the burned out homes, or the same speech again and again, the story about Hillary flipping pancakes again. It's easy to get jaded. Since I started as a fact checker, a job that doesn't exist anymore, I wanted to do stories that would make my mom cry in Chicago at the end of the day. Like 9-11, Hurricane Katrina, the tsunami in Asia, how to show death and devastation on that level when I'd never even seen a dead body before. I don't do those kind of stories anymore. Like this week, I'm interviewing JLo in Las Vegas at the Billboard Awards. I know people have always been hemming and hawing about the decline of network news. And it's true, there's still a legal team, but their main concern is an accuracy. It's not getting sued. We have all these brilliant 22-year-olds, and we pitch them like an interview with Carol Burnett, and they're like, who is that? But they're good at Snapchat and demographics and what women want to see. And they love, they love weather. For some reason, those women in the Midwest between 54 and 70. And things caught on tape and 911 calls like those terrible tornadoes in Oklahoma. They release the 911 tapes. They don't really move the story forward, but they love 911 calls. So we pitch them because they drive up the ratings. So when Trump showed up with his Mar-a-Lago ratings, juggernaut of tackiness at the debates, it was the first time I'd ever seen the entertainment shows 
like entertainment tonight show up for the Republican debates like paparazzi and like pushing and shoving I'd never seen anything like it in the spin room before and one girl who worked with us covering Jeb Bush she was like literally run over by like the fanatic craziness when Trump came in the room and now the conventions we're anticipating so much protest we've added a whole team in case stuff gets really crazy and it's funny to think how like those debates the last time around with Mitt Romney how quaint it all seems like how can we ever go back to someone like that who am I voting for I mean we're just so trained not to make our feelings known but I'm for I'm for the practical I'm for Hillary, and I mean, I appreciate Bernie Sanders, and I would vote for him if he were the nominee, but I think that I am, I am for Hillary, and Hillary is not so good. She needs help. I'm in news, so I have to appear impartial. But when a friend posts on Facebook, I for one am excited to see a female president. And everyone you know gets in line and starts skewering that person on their computers and phone. I mean now even the idea that people could sit down at 6.30 every day to watch the stories that made my mom cry in Chicago seems pretty antiquated. When 9-11 happened, I wanted to hear Peter Jennings, Dan Rather, Tom Brokaw, I wanted a voice, a voice of God. When are we going to come together? I thought we'd come together by now. But you know, for better or worse, Trump's made people watch and participate and think and talk. Water cooler moments. I mean, I don't think there were any water cooler moments after Rick Santorum had a zinger and it's scary. But the only thing you see as a beacon of hope is at least people are paying attention. Oh, man. Michael, the end of that is just so beautiful and chilling to me. Yeah, a series. I mean, I think her talking about 9-11 and then connecting it to her, her wanting to make stories that would make her mom cry in Chicago is just, um, yeah. <laughs> and that seems antiquated now. Michael, did you feel that the woman that you interviewed for this song, is she optimistic at all? Is she, I mean, it sounded to me as if she is, despite everything she describes. I think she is in a kind of, and maybe this is my way out of this election to find some kernel of, I found her that she had, because of her work in the media, uh, a real clarity of vision about how rough things are, but also an idea of like what I do and who I am maybe is of value still. Yeah. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, Sarah. Always great talking to you. Great talking to you. Good luck on the road. Thanks. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Composer Michael Friedman talking with The New Yorker's Sarah Larson. Friedman is headed this week to Cleveland. God bless him for the Republican convention. <laughs>